You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Alex. Hey, Nick. So, uh, guys, as we said before, we're recording, recording these cold opens in the past. And uh, our producer, Brittany, just told us to claim our space. Claim our claim space. Because, like... Mean? I love Sasha. She's so great. She is but great. But that conversation, you know, it, it's, it's, well, sometimes I just, sometimes I just need my friend Nick, you know, yeah, sometimes yeah, I just yeah, need yeah. to take it down, get back in my little bubble. Yeah. Uh, hear yeah. those, those dulcet tones. Yeah. You know, what does it, what does it mean to come back to the space, come back to the ground? Because, you know, Sasha certainly claimed the space, um, you know, it, it, almost drunkenly I mean, so. Uh, and know. I'm glad she did. You I'm know, glad she did the, too. I'm glad she can have that space. But as long as long as I get this little moment, and our audience yeah. gets this little moment before we dive back in, before we go, before back we in. find out what our choices for the chaos film yeah. is. Now, now we're gonna, you know. So last episode, part one, we didn't talk about movies at all. Like at we all. just talked talked about everything else, but but movies. This one, we do eventually talk about movies. Uh, so get your get your little your little notepads ready. So, you know, for those of you playing along at home. Uh, did, did, did you guys get no? Did we get them notepads? Did if we have notepads if one person listening to this podcast yeah. has a notebook filled with what our choices are, I will consider this a rousing success. If if you are that person with the notepad, do you know what you get? Candy. <laughs> Stay away from our audience. <laughs> <laughs> little Justice. Little Justice. Little Justice. Fuck yeah. That's the marker. That's what you come back to is hot dogs. So ladies and gentlemen, when you come back, you'll be listening to hot dogs. For us, it's not going to, it's instantaneous. We're already in the new episode. Congratulations. It's episode part two of the Sasha's Chaos episode. But I just wanted to pause that because it's too long. We've gone on too long talking about, <laughs> talking about meat Is it weird that I'm kind of hungry? I want meat. <laughs> I want meat. meat. Talking about meat and hot dogs. <laughs> you gotta dogs listen to the first part to understand surprises. Yeah, yeah, you gotta go back. Go back to the first part. The, you know, the cold open. We'll probably do a cold open that'll explain a it. To cold cut open. <laughs> Get everybody up to up to speed. A deli, a deli. Alex, what was? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how I would explain this conversation. No, there's no explaining this. It's just pure chaos. I don't know how I? I don't know how I prepare somebody for a part two of of this. You don't. You just you throw don't. them in. Don't Alex, do that. Wasn't there a deli that we used to go to in college? Or was, am I making this up? We went. No, we went to Yum House, Yummy House, Chinese yummy food. House. What the Chinese? Oh food place. yeah, there was a Chinese food yum, place yum on house. the corner. Yeah. 13th. I don't remember what it was called. Yum, yeah, it was like house. 13th and B. Yeah, 13th and it B. It was dude. close enough that we ate there way too often, for so, sure. So, <laughs> Sasha, some, some background for you is uh, when I was a senior in college, uh, I went through the worst breakup of my life, of my life. And uh, oh, I, I was living, I had an apartment in Harlem uh, at the time, but I did not want to go there. So I literally just lived rent-free on Alex's couch. Uh, for my, for a, I'd say for a while, there was, a while. there was three of us who actually lived there and about 750 square feet within which to live. Yep. <laughs> three and grown, I was, you know, college age men. And then Nick on, on the couch. On oh the couch. man. Stayed there. It was the best. It was, yeah. it was really good times. We, we, we made think that that was where whiskey land started. That was oh, where wow. whiskey land started. Holy mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, I don't know if you know this, but I'm an original uh, contributor to Alex. Land. Actually, Sasha, Alex actually wrote the song whiskey land. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even no joking. Joke. It's no not joke. a joke. I wrote. He I wrote, wrote Whiskey Land. 
I have He's yet like, to I receive my contract for the work. He, well, <laughs> well he, Nick has disputed over time. I I wrote a lot more than that, and he slowly trimmed it out. And this I've is the one to piece of the out. show that he's tried to get rid of it's but like too it's good the, it's the it's the core that the song is thing so he says i'm was, the contributor aka i wrote the title <laughs> AKA song. i wrote it well like 10 years later more than that now uh i think that's all i get that's all you I, get i pieced after like two weeks you were like, like yeah, i'm not gonna do this is this is hard to collaborate with you in this capacity i'm gonna go do something else so <laughs> it's so, i'm take you can take my music and whatever and then he worked on it for 10 years i was like you know what? There might be money here, so I I did it right. Like I'm a I'm a <laughs> I'm a I'm a guy. I did this. <laughs> I did come back. It's so it's so funny because yeah, Al, Whiskey Land Whiskey Land definitely was born there. A lot of things were born there. My you know my, the I this podcast was born in that in that in that yeah. uh that den of sin, that horrible place. That's exactly what it smelled was. like feet. Um, oh, just it did. a wall of movie posters. Like it was the most college thing. Yeah, you could ever any think place of. more than like two and a half men exist is gonna smell like feet. It's so true. It's actually really when I remember. I remember. I don't know if I ever showered, Alex. I don't think I ever once. And I mean, because I would stay yeah, there. No, for, you, yeah, I think you smell smell bad. Pretty. I smell pretty bad. That sounds about right. It was also Sasha. This was also so. You have to, this was like a year out of college. I had uh, gone on a bit. I didn't understand how to work out. I didn't understand what fitness was, Sasha. So I was, I thought that you just drink muscle milk and that's all you got to no. do. Just so I just drink muscle milk. So I gained. Yeah, I remember those guys. Yeah. No, no, but, but I didn't work out, Sasha. I just drank muscle milk. Do you understand <laughs> so you what I'm saying? Fat. I just no, got fat. I just got fat and, and saying, smelled bad. I'm saying I remember those guys. Great. I remember the guys that just drank muscle milk. And I was like, I feel like this is part one of a several part series, but you're only doing <laughs> And listen, that part. If, if you are somebody who 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 has has, you know, who has a little extra weight on them and you are beautiful, there is no problem. But if you are somebody who's trying to gain muscle, do not just drink muscle milk and not work out. Don't do that. That's actually antithetical to the entire point and purpose of the drink. You know what I mean? Like, so it was just bad. I just, I was like, I just drank muscle milk and I ate bagels. Do you know? Like, I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know what. Carbo loading, man. Carbo loading, dude. That's adding mass. Adding mass. 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 Adding mass. I was building mass. (laughs) I was building so much mass. I was like, Sasha, I was just trying to be like clay so I could be sculpted. (laughs) (laughs) So problematic. Uh, But, but no, it was, it was a, it was a crazy time. And Alex was, Alex was there for me. But, but in that, we, we got the idea to talk about movies. And, and that, that is where this came from. We just, we, we both love movies and we both love this. And, and now, you know, Sasha, we're, you know, we have shared chaos. So it was like, well, putting the two of them together, it's the chaos movie. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> let's like attempt. Oh, my cat All just right. farted. My cat just farted, y'all. God, fuck. How's it happening smell? again? Oh, my God. It smells awful. Fuck, oh, Ferris. Well, well, fill everybody in on what happened right before the episode yeah. started. Ferris. Okay, guys. So Ferris is in pure chaos mode. Ferris is a... Uh, so we are we are going to leave this 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 apartment to go back to another apartment in New York uh, soon. And Ferris is very excited. Yet, I mean, I, th- I think he senses it in the air. He pooped everywhere. When I say everywhere, I mean everywhere, uh, every and every corner. Like, and what he'll do is like it will be he'll be like whining and running around the house. And then when he it's when he feels that he doesn't have enough attention. Like you will all of a sudden you'll be doing your work or whatever. And then you'll be like, what the fuck is that smell? And you'll check the litter box and there's no poop in there, but it's just like little deposits of poop that he places in like the most inconvenient spots just to let you know how pissed he is at you. And then, and then he will like have the audacity when you see him to like, like literally this is what he did. I was like, Ferris, what the fuck? He looks at me and he just walks into the bedroom. Like truly, oh, he, he just knows want, what he did. He knows precisely what he did. And Sarah, Sarah tries to tell me he doesn't. This cat knows exactly what the fuck he did. But I love him. He's my little. He's my little man. But he just farted in my face, so that's cool. Uh, so Ferris doing well. But um, but movies. That's what we're here to talk but, about. But movies, movies, <laughs> movies, uh, <laughs> movies. We got to talk about movies. So so today's today's theme uh, in part two, 
uh, <laughs> it should it should have been part one, but it's, we're going to part two. Uh, is the chaos movie we the, the chaos movie and 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 as such, we we often I find on Little Justice leave our our themes vague. Do you know what I mean? So that we can just kind of have an open ended wherever it takes us. And chaos, I, I realize as we were prepping for this, very vague theme. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. very vague. It was it was a lot more difficult than I thought to find. <laughs> Super difficult. I was like, oh, like chaos, like it's a broad word, like it's used a lot generally. You know, it shouldn't be too hard to find find, but no, it is. Yeah, it's I had to like look up the definition and try to apply the definition to like various things. And it's I don't know. It's it's hard. You did some you did a deep dive. Oh, I did a deep dive. Oh, Sasha, I take this very seriously. Sasha, how do you feel? How do you feel that we use the how is chaos defined on our show, The Chaos Twins? How do we define it on Chaos Twins? It is undefined. It is undefined. So we have not defined it. No. Chaos, what I will say though, chaos on the Chaos Twins comes from uh trying to hold just the funny and fun and light and life with the crazy and the dark and the depressing and truly terrifying uh, of what it is to be human in this moment on earth when yes earth is ghetto i want to leave have you guys heard that song i have earth is ghetto i want to (laughs) leave there's a there's an Instagram. Uh, I forget the 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 actual handle of the artist who does this. She's a writer, songwriter, and yeah. she Is wrote this Ali, song. Alia Sheffield. Yes, yes. Yep. <laughs> she wrote this song, and it sort of coincided with the Capitol, with the insurrection at the Capitol. And yep. the lyrics are: "Earth is ghetto. I want to leave. Can you beam me up?" I'm out on the street <laughs> on the yeah. corner store. You know, the one on 15th got a bright shirt on. It's basically like this letter to whatever aliens may exist that I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> yeah. Here I yeah. am. Come, come get me. Come yeah. get me, please. You can't believe what people are, how people are treating each other. And I, I do. I think that chaos for us is the ability to just sort of hold everything, hold the good and the bad, hold the hard and the easy, um, all together and try to make sense of it, but also be okay with the fact that it probably won't make sense. See, I love that definition. Uh, and actually, yeah, it makes me great. feel a lot better about my movie choice. That's a really good one. It makes, <laughs> me, feel ter- <laughs> it makes me feel terrible about my movie choice. You don't like your movie choice now. And that, you guys, it makes me feel that absolutely is- awful. You, the, your feelings about your movie choices, that is chaos. We're going to hold <laughs> both chaos. of those things. We're going to hold space for everything. <laughs> everything. Chaos is, you know what? I love the idea too of like space because chaos is also like, I think like it's like the Greek word like for universe and for like what space is like there, chaos has its roots in that as well of just like. There's some order, but then there's also no gravity. There's no, you know, there's just a vacuum of there's nothing but everything. It's just, just it's entropy. Yeah. 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 It's like what, what Jeff Goldblum gets into in Jurassic Park with a drop <laughs> of water, right? Like, yeah. The, yeah. the smallest little changes can can decide big things. And like mm. that. Yeah, that's kind of chaos. It's the true. definition online, it's complete disorder and confusion, um, but related <laughs> to physics, behavior is so unpredictable as to appear random owing to great sensitivity to small changes in conditions. Mm. I love that. That's that's it. Yeah. That's chaos. That's I will say, you know, to 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 dabble in the political because we I think everybody on this on this uh talk is very politically minded. I will say I I have felt a lot less chaos in these days. Especially like Sasha, we mm. did we did our last chaos twins on the inauguration. In uh-huh. the th- in the 3 days since Watching how this administration has handled even the three days, yeah, ha- has been extremely comforting. Um, yeah, have you felt that? Have either of you felt that? Oh, absolutely. I have found it quite boring, which is incredibly which comforting. Feels great. <laughs> yeah, it's I will tell you, I was that I'm watching. I was watching Joe Biden give a speech from the Oval and talking about his plans and what was happening. And I just, he started to go on and on and on. And I was just like, oh, I want to change the channel. And I was like, oh my God, what a luxury. What a luxurious feeling. To say, we can just change. You're boring. Yeah. This is all boring. So good. Like feeling secure that the adults in the room are going to do what they 
are supposed to be doing. Yeah. Right. Not that, feeling yeah. like there, there's all this shifty stuff going on and like reality is not real. It's like, okay, yeah. like there are people with other people's interests in mind and like, you know, there's stuff that there's going to be stuff over the next four years that like comes out is bad. There's, you know, there's still money in politics and, and corporate interests and lobbying and all like that. That's yeah. not, hasn't gone anywhere, but just knowing that someone still wants to get up in front of the country and say, like, we're trying to help you. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of yeah. saying, like, lying. You know, <laughs> just that is a breath of fresh air. It really is a lovely thing. I do, I do love that. I love, I love the amount of color that I see in the Senate. I love the amount mm. of, I just, I just love, I, and I love the people. There, there is a sense, especially with Joe Biden, who I know everybody gets on him. You know, yes, he is, he is definitely our oldest president. We know that. We get it. But there is a sense of decent. I'm sorry, there's a sense of decency about this dude. Like he just, he just seems like a decent person. He seems like a good yeah. guy. Like that's fine. And some respect for the office and respect yes. for the people. And like you said, you know, it is it is what it is. Like there's going to be uh, manipulation. There's going to be money. There's going to be politics. But I think yeah. and a, the just the basics of this is truly what our democracy is built on. And there are limits to how far you can push it before it breaks. Yes, and yeah. that it actually is a lot more fragile than I think we, we like to think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that, if like an old white guy is going to be at the head, right? Is going to be in charge. The, the way he's surrounded himself, yes, mm-hmm. um, and the focus he's given to making sure he's allocating uh, responsibility responsibly. Yeah, you know, to, it's not just it. It doesn't feel like Pelosi built the team, right? It feels like yeah. he heard everybody and what they're saying, and built a coalition. That is yeah. going to get things done. It's not everything like the more far left people want. It's not everything the moderates want. It's like a blanket. Yeah. Okay, we're going to all do this together and we're not going to keep anybody out. Like the conversations will be had. And like you know, just hope that we, alone is great. I hope we get to hear from him post his presidency. You know, yes. obviously he's very, you know, old and we don't know like what we get, um, how much we get from him. But I think I, I really hope that we get to hear how he is approaching this because he's talked about himself being a figure, a a transitional figure, a transitional president, someone who's getting us out of where we have been and sort of to the next phase. And I think his choices um, illustrate that or are proof of that. And so I kind of wonder like what his thinking is about what that next phase looks like, how he is handing over responsibility, what he's creating space for, and how he really is going to execute his own role. Um, because it, it's such, it's such a, tr- a change from the egocentric president we just had and the yeah. egocentric sort of administration and approach to governing um, that this feels, like you said, it just feels a bit more aware that, um, you know, of the of his own impermanence, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I, I just I hope I don't know how long, you know, if it's one term, if it's two terms, I don't know what his plans are. Even, you know, at some point you might be like, I don't know if I want to just like give the my dying breath to like an office. You know, I don't know like what, what how he sees it or what he sees his pace being. Um but I'm. I would just be. I'm really interested in how he's approaching. And I think maybe I don't know. With that that reality of like, I won't be here forever. This. Yeah. This. I won't be in this office forever. I won't be in this life forever. And what we do matters, and what we leave behind matters. Um, would be really interesting to hear from him. Which is why, and this is. I don't know anything about what Joe Biden's plans are. This is all conjecture and just thinking about the way he's setting himself up, just aesthetically. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not surprised if he is a one term like just just by choice. I'm not surprised if he's like, yo, Kamala, go for it. Like, I I, yeah. I, tr- I truly see a world where that happens because it's like I think he understands that. I don't think he's purporting like what I love about him is exactly like you say, Sasha. There's just somebody in the office who's just very honest, like very yeah. real about where he's at. And like, look, if he if he feels he's got the energy, you know, to take it to, to take it to 86, like, fuck, let's go. But at the same yeah. time, it's like right. knowing yeah. who he I, is. I don't I don't think that he originally wanted to run. That was never the plan. I think yeah. his whole his whole time running was built on the sense that nobody else is going to be able to beat mm-hmm. Trump. Right? Like you have to do this. It was like a sense of of patriotic responsibility yeah. that he stepped forward and stuck with it. And I think that that he's maintained that too. He hasn't gotten swept up in it. He's like 
built a team of like, okay, like we're here now. Yeah. And let's do it. And knowing that he's he's not there to be Joe Biden the president, right? He didn't want to be he he's been in that position. He's seen how it works. He's been up close and personal and had power. Uh it, it doesn't feel at all like he did it for the office as a career politician. It feels like he did it for, I don't know, the country. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think there's again, there's just seems to be like a, a selflessness and maybe just a bit removed from it enough to say like this. I'm not the center of this thing. That being president does not mean that you are the center no, of the universe all. and the center of our democracy. It means that you have a lot of responsibility to uphold it. Um, and I feel like he just, you know, hopefully he can be very restorative. And, you know, I don't, yeah, like it's just, it's kind of, it's very, um, he's had such a long career, obviously, in the Senate and in government. So there's, I just, hopefully, yeah, restoration and of, of what, the best of what it can be. I will say, I will say, uh, it has been a pleasure. We I promise. Still. <laughs> we, yeah, still, still. <laughs> it's been a pleasure to see Fauci unleashed. Fauci yeah. unleashed is my favorite. Oh, thing. he's yeah. so happy. <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. He literally he's is like, like a kid in a candy store. <laughs> he's like, Oh God, thank God. You guys can't. Oh, we're, we're safe. We're safe. Yeah, I think I, someone asked him, what is it like to have a White House that says we're going to be guided by science? And he said, it just it makes me go hallelujah. Yeah. yeah. He literally, <laughs> like, he was like, he was like, um, you know, the, the one big difference between this administration is that, you know, when, when we don't know the answer, we just we just say we don't know. Like, we, just, <laughs> we, don't, we don't guess. Like, we don't lie. I also, I yeah. want to bring up, I was trying to, as we were talking about this, I was trying to, this is a throwback to part one of this episode. My wife uh, sent me texts uh, during our Bridgerton conversation when I mentioned that my mother, <laughs> when I when I mentioned my mother talking about masturbation, and she just wanted to make I, she she I wanted to make it clear that she had made it clear to me that she was very uncomfortable by my mother's uh, talking about masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> she was very take, very taken aback. Uh, so I just wanted to bring that back. If you if you don't know what we're talking about, go listen to go listen to the first episode because it's it's fucking hysterical. Uh, she says it was very scary. Now she's texting me. It was very scary. <laughs> it was. But this is this is chaos, guys. This is chaos. Chaos. The chaos. What chaos is all chaos. about. So so let's let's get into it because we truly have not talked about movies. We at all. have not. And and we you know this has been going on. So let's let's do this. Uh, the chaos movie. It's a movie with chaos in it, or or a movie that makes you feel chaos. Uh, who who wants to? Sasha, usually we we save the guests for last. Okay, uh, the guest is best, and the guest goes last. Uh, yeah. So, Alex, do you want to go first, or should I go first? I don't do know. Feel? I don't feel good about my choices. So originally we thought, okay, two parter. Maybe we should do two movies. So I I had to watch two movies about you chaos, did. and I did too. And. <laughs> I really wish that I hadn't wasted my time. With <laughs> it's never a waste. It's never a waste. It's yeah. Never a waste. So so now Spill I have it. to pick pick one of them. And like uh, Sasha, after your your graceful explanation of how you view <laughs> chaos in the in dramatic form, I'm like, oh god! Like I just picked chaotic movies, like movie just bonkers. I think that's off great. The wall chaos movies. I think um, that's great. Thank God we're only talking about one because the one that I had picked that was kind of my throwaway for episode one, knowing we'd want to like keep it short for a two-parter, I, I literally sat down today and I watched from beginning to end Crank High Voltage. In a story so bizarre, I can scarcely believe the events I'm reporting, and yet corroborated by at least a dozen eyewitnesses, a white male apparently fell from the sky above downtown Los Angeles today, landed in the middle of a busy intersection and then was removed from the scene before emergency personnel could respond. Reports of a second body landing in the Boyle Heights area have yet to be confirmed and are being treated as the bullshit they most likely are. Jesus Christ, with Jason Statham. <laughs> I did. I did. Good I watched Lord. it. Not even Crank 1, Crank 2, because I was like, it's got to be It's got to be even more. I don't crank... know. I've never seen these movies. Sasha, um, have, you, have, you, have you seen anything from the Crank franchise? No, I have Great. not. Oh, my God. These two films so, are... It's pretty nuts, and I, I just want to say here's here's the way I can describe Crank to you: Jason Statham having <laughs> sex with Amy Smart on a on a horsing racetrack. Oh, is this no. this is this is number two, Alex? Uh, this, this is, is number two. So Jason two. Statham uh, has had his heart removed and replaced with an electrical device that needs to stay charged, or he'll die. Uh, he's informed that that skin <laughs> friction will provide enough electricity to charge his battery. Uh, oh my God. And so he and Amy Smart end up having sex on an active racetrack in front of a, a large audience while the horses are racing. 
uh, in order to keep his heart pumped. It is it is from beginning to end. It's kind of like the point of of the movie is to be so over the top and crazy and whatever that it's. I mean, it literally is it is chaos. Like it doesn't care about making sense. It doesn't care about staying grounded. It's like, and the first movie I think it was the same thing, right? It's like yes. crank referring well, referring to like. This guy's heart's going to stop if he doesn't keep it pumped up. He has to like, yes. keep it above a certain rate or he'll die. So they're both about his heart rate? They're, well, yes. she is, she, yes, they're both about his heart rate. More or less, yes, they're both he, about his heart. He literally does anything he can to make sure his heart rate does not fall below a certain thing. So the, whether that's like jumping out of an airplane or shocking himself with a fucking car, you know, jumper cable or like whatever he got to do to stay at that level that's what it's, he's gonna and, do and it's shot like super handheld and it's all over the place there's little animated sequences there's like it's it's, uh, it's so out of touch with with the modern day in terms of how it presents char- its characters like it's it's pretty racist this film oh no it's, it's horribly racist I mean it's terrible it's, it's like it's like pretty pretty horrible uh, what you do Fagan okay get lost bitch fuck you Miss you, like Kevin Costner. He's gonna beat you up. What? Where's Johnny Fang? You looking to get your ass killed, dog? You asked for it? He's gonna tap your ass. Wrong expression. Yeah. Which, like, I'm sure, like, when they were making it, it feels like it was made by a bunch of, like, dude bros from 2002. Like, oh, man, wouldn't this be fucking hilarious if we did this and then that? Like, oh, it's so sick, man. Like... Alex, I'm going to be honest with you. That's exactly what it was made by. (laughs) Is that who these guys are? I don't even know. I'm looking at their their creative team right now. And uh, I'm going to tell you. That's uh, exactly what they are. are, There's like naked women everywhere. And and it's just like, and I was like, okay. Because in my head, like the style of the film, thinking back to it, is like chaotic. Um, yeah. But actually, you know, because it is, it really is like nonstop. I, th- I thought I was, I was more than halfway through the movie at some point. Like, okay, we're getting there. The story, like so much shit had like, oh my God. And I looked at it. It was like 20 minutes had gone by. <laughs> I'm like, looking at like pictures of like, I yeah. like crank. The icon is just him with, you know, because he gets into a car accident and he's uh, with these guys and he's like, his car's wrecked. He's like, I need to get to this place. Uh, can you give me, you know, can you, can you give me a jump? So they get out thinking they're going to jump the car and he grabs yeah. the things and sticks it on his tongue instead. That's exactly like, what I'm looking at. I'm looking at. And then at runs. And then apparently cable. this is how it works. He jumps himself. So he shocks himself with this car battery and apparently gives him the ability to run at like Superman speed through the city. Oh <laughs> yes. my God. It's, it's, it's absurd. It's absurd. And completely out of touch. I think um, you're right on point with your chaos pick. Like honestly. It's, it's chaos. It's chaos, chaos, but like it, it wasn't fun. It wasn't fun chaos to watch. It wasn't. No, this, good <laughs> I'm just looking at these chaos. images, and I, I, I don't feel. I felt dirty. Good. The images, it. I felt is, like it's really disturbing. I felt uncomfortable. Yeah, this is bad. This is not good. And I, I spent the whole time. I mean, maybe this is just my pick now because we've spent so long talking about. It. Like I, no, 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 no. You got another one. <laughs> I felt. Another one. I feel. I feel weird for Amy Smart. <laughs> I because well, let me she, tell you something. Her character is there yes. to just be this. Oh my god, well, she's this is, she's horrible. This is a longer conversation than we should. I mean, the movie, is. Maybe, the movie is maybe. I I want to do an episode, and I think Sasha should come back for this. The <laughs> actresses of the late '90s into early 2000s Oof. who had who had to put up with all of this bullshit. Like, yeah. I want to do like a movie just like I a salute know. to I just those talk actresses to to and be like because like, this was like one of her last. Yeah, big role. It's not even a big role, but like one of her last ditch roles before she sort of went to to private life. Um, and and it's it's so objectified her character and and why yeah, she's terrible. there. It's like I I want to know how you get in a movie like this get everybody on board. Like there's a scene right, the skin on skin friction. The first thing he tries is grabbing an old woman and just rubbing up against her behind while she's like. Oh! Yeah. Like, how so, do you tell sexual harassment. an eighty-year-old yeah. actress? Okay, Jason Statham is going to molest you right now. Like, do they explain the story so she gets it, or do they just expect her to be comfortable with it without? Well, even if they explain the story, I know. No- I was like, if you explain the story to me, I'd be like, I'm so sorry, I still can't justify this. There's no justification. This is literally just Jason Statham acting. Oh yeah, like- I just got. I'm in the trailer. I just got to him rubbing up against oh, yeah. the old lady. I love it. But can, oh, can I t- yeah. so can I tell you something though? Here's what I love. I love putting these movies in context because when did this movie come out, ladies and gentlemen? 2006, at the height of which presidency? The Bush presidency. Yeah. And and I'm just and it was it was just a time like truly there are these movies 
that are just so representative of their time when like, yes, like this, like this hard looking British white dude feels what he can do with the fuck he wants. Do you know what I mean like, and that's right. That's the movie. And, and that was the time. Do you know what I mean? So like it, 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 it tracks, it sadly tracks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I say give it crank is not worth your choice. So I say give crank it, I say is not, it is not. So I, choice. so I thought, cause I was going through everything. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and, uh, Jason Statham also in a movie called Chaos. Yes, he was. <laughs> I literally looked up like <laughs> Chaos because I Googled it. I was curious about what the internet had to say and I couldn't really find very much. Uh, but I did I did type in Chaos movie and Jason Statham was the star of that one also. Good. Um, but I thought, you know, what what is this movie? Like, why does this movie feel chaotic? Why did my mind immediately go to this as, as Chaos? Like, it, it's... Because it's not a film about Chaos, right? Like, I'm sure there are yeah. such... There are much more intelligent... <laughs> Uh, options for movies that actually examine the idea of chaos. Uh, I was thinking from more of a from a production standpoint, right? From an entertainment standpoint, like in making something where you're not bound by rules, you're not bound by expectations, where you can drop mm. something right into the middle, you can just have it go to left field, um, and still carry because it's a movie, you still carry a through line, right? So an emotional through line where like it can, it can be made in a million patchwork, million different ways, but still have a point and an idea and a thesis. So, uh, the movie that I came up with, uh, it opens on, uh, it's the desert. I, I think it's Los Angeles. Um, or no, New Mexico. It's the, the desert in New Mexico. Um, intercut, uh, with media, images newscaster stuff like that a leonard good Cohen for song you starts to play <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of groovy kind of whatever um in between all of these it's it's like quick cuts and weird transitions and all that uh and it introduces the first scene in the midst of it uh it's a like a diner like a roadside diner out in the desert um a man sitting at the bar talking to the waitress she's kind of flirting with them they're having a nice conversation you can tell she's interested uh, maybe i don't know see, this movie Shit. There's a woman next, no woman next to him at the bar getting, you know, his his girlfriend. You don't know who she is. Getting a, a little annoyed with it, just gives him a, you know, not at not at at him at her, uh, that she's flirting. She gets bored and gets up and goes to the jukebox. She's kind of dressed scantily. She's dressed, you know, kind of like a, just yes, a, it is. Skimpy little this top is and the jeans, movie. and she goes to the jukebox, puts a song on, and and in this like conservative desert, nowhere. Uh, she starts just like dancing, uh, and as she does, this this pickup truck full of rednecks shows up, and they come in. They start laughing about it. Oh, look at her! Look at that! Like, oh, like making really crude, rude comments about it. And the one guy says, "Oh, you should go. You should take a take a shot. Like, go um, try your luck." Basically, uh, it it devolves very quickly as this guy comes up and and tries to start talking to this dancing woman. <laughs> Um, you know, at first you think like she's annoyed, she's ignoring him, whatever. Then she starts, you know, oh, okay, okay, like playing with him a little bit. Uh, and then all of a sudden the shotguns come out. Yep. And they just are happily, this man and this woman start happily slaughtering these people. I mean, that sounds right on point, on brand for a pair of natural born killers. Now! There is no escaping here! Who's lucky one? Amy, Manny, Miney, Moe, catch a redneck by its toe. If he hollers, let him go. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. My mama told me to pick the best one, and you are it. When them people come here and they ask you who done this, you tell Mickey Mallory not. Did it, all right? Say it. Mickey and Mallory Knox did it. Mickey and Mallory Knox. I love you, Mickey. Boom. Boom. Sasha, have you seen the boom? Have you have you seen have you chaos? Chaos. 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 Sasha, have you seen have you seen Natural Born Killers? I have not. Okay. Oh, you never have. I love Ooh. that I've been like I've like been invited onto this podcast because I will tell you I watch way more television than I. I do. love that. <laughs> but that's great. That's great. We love that. It's we great. we make space for that. We we want that. <laughs> do you know what I mean? 
Natural Born Killers, I'm so proud of Alex because Alex makes fun of me for my Tarantino obsession. And here he has chosen here one of my... Well, yeah, story by. Well, screenplay by. Story by. No, uh, so actually, technically, um, he wrote a screenplay uh, that he had tried to make about a pair of... A couple that go on a killing spree. Um, And when he failed to make it, he sold the script on Oliver Stone, who directed this film, bought it. Uh, by the end of production, they had changed the script so much that they moved Tarantino to a story by credit. Wow. So he didn't actually write the screenplay, which he supported. He said, that's fine. Because they basically the only thing still in this is is the dialogue. Because there's also Robert uh, Robert Downey Jr. plays a news reporter who kind of gets sucked in following yep. this, this crime spree couple. Um, and the original script was about him. Oh, wow. So they changed it to be, to be about. But uh, Sasha, you haven't seen this movie. Basically, like... Every every scene is kind of shot differently. It's very, very in-your-face metaphor for like the glorification of violence in the media. Mm. And so they do these really... It's shot... Like every every shot's tilted. Uh, there's a scene, an opening sequence where, where Juliette Lewis's character, Mallory, is at home with her abusive family. Her dad, who's like... Uh, it's, it's played by Rodney Dangerfield, who's just this like gross alcoholic who just is, you know basically like abusing the whole family, but her specifically in creating this hell for her shot like a sitcom, right? So he's making these grotesque comments about how he's going to come up to the shower when she's in it and he's grabbing her, his daughter, his like teenage daughter. The, the most grotesque thing you've ever seen, but there's a laugh track behind it. What are you wearing? A broomstick and a trash bag? Why don't you put some meat on you, huh? A few pounds lighter, you'll be missing the opium. How the hell do you think you're going, huh? I'm going to the John Lee Hooker concert with Donna. I told you that yesterday. First off, you don't tell me anything. You ask my permission. Second, you're not going out in that hoover house dress. You'll end up peddling your ass, you stupid bitch. And third, you're not going out at all. You didn't mow the yard. And then Woody Harrelson, who plays Mickey, uh, shows up at the door and they're clapping and all that. And it feels, it just feels so uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, and it's the it's only time that they use that format. And then later they're in, they're in a motel. So they, they, they're together. They kill the family, uh, the mom and the dad. Um, and they go on this murder spree. Like they're, they're in a hotel room at one point watching TV. Uh, and the window of the motel behind them is also a TV screen playing stuff like behind the frame of the window. Ah. And it's kind of got the red tint and there's like, like the whole thing throws, grounded reality out the window and everything yeah. just becomes about the feeling of what's going on instead of the actual reality of it. Um, yeah. And it it's, just, you know, you never know kind of what is going to happen or, or what's possible. It's very, it's definitely like straight up, you know, in that, like it, it, it honestly almost reminds me of like a Spike Lee joint, like in, in that it's just, it's like use whatever you have to use to like get the satire across and mm-hmm. and kind of sell it and, and i mean it really it's just it it's uncomfortable like it, it actually truly it's so is uncomfortable uncomfortable like it, you, there's not it's not a fun watch like you're not you're not enjoying yourself watching this film you're just kind of like yikes which which is alex i now understand why you did not why you're mad that you watched two movies because watching crank and natural born killers back to back good lord man like go good lord i know how right? to drink was, well i watched crank and then i because i've seen i didn't watch <laughs> natural born all the way through i watched the first like quarter of it but watching it i was like oh like this is what crank was trying to do like it was trying yep. to take this energy and update it and it yep. didn't work at all because yep. it's fr- it's frenetic it moves a mile a minute it throws gro- you know all of this grotesque imagery and the, the dialogue is terrible and like uh but it feels like it has a point as opposed to crank which um <laughs> Doesn't does not <laughs> does not have a point. <laughs> well, natural porn kill. That's a that's a good choice. That's I a think good you kind of nailed it. Yeah, I feel like that's a really good choice. It's it's chaotic. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely watch it. And I mean, it is the performances are great. Uh, it's always fun watching Robert Downey Jr. in earlier stuff. Oh yeah, um, it's kind of similar to his like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yeah, a little bit. That movie. His character that movie. in that just at, like this. You know, it's that same attitude. Um, Speaking but, of which, yeah. we. Me and Sarah, because we've been watching WandaVision, and after watching episode three last night, without without giving anything away, which uh, Alex, you and I will talk about that at some point, because uh, it's fucking brilliant. Um, yeah, we watched the end. We watched uh, the final battle in Endgame with Robert Downey Jr. Uh, that man, 
I just I love that man. I just love his work. Batman. I think he's yeah. Batman. Eminem, Eminem loves him. Yeah, he's fucking brilliant. And and Chadwick and his, was his up story there. Is great. Oh, yeah, his story. Yeah. Remember his story. when he did blackface? Um, wait. Oh no, no. But here's. But let me tell you something, Sasha. Sasha. <laughs> let me tell you. Chaos. You see, I'm you just can't bring chaos. chaos. Can't bring chaos into this, Sasha. I fucking love that movie. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was what what has what has the modern conversation where has it landed on Tropic Tropic Thunder? You know what? Yeah, has I it landed? Don't know. Has I don't it landed? Think it has. it hasn't really landed. Are people just nervous it. to talk about it? Well, Probably. But, I feel like it's but, like <laughs> bring it up. Well, can, okay, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something very, very, very incendiary here, but I feel like because I've seen a lot of posts of people um in our community trying you know going back and being like oh well there was you know without context like looking at that role and be like well robert down jr did blackface in, in tropic thunder but like it's that is the point that was the joke right. of the film like, like yeah t- to me like like it was it was so fucking funny because it that was like the entire point of that film or of that character was like just pure white privilege just the yeah. idea that, th- that this man is like, I'm trying to inhabit this man. Like, so like he literally <laughs> becomes yeah. a black man, like for, to get an Oscar. It's so, <laughs> yeah, it's really it's, bad. It's, it's so, so bad. bad. It's so yeah, bad. Yeah. Oh God. But it's I think so true. Like, it's when, you know, there, there seems to be a bit more intention. Like it has its function and, and yes. it is making, it is like sort of a, a satire on like the actual thing. Well, you know, I don't know. I don't know where the conversation has landed on. Tropic we got to watch Thunder. that back. We got to watch that. I kind of, it gotta, makes me want to watch it again. I need yeah. to watch it. We got to go back and watch it. As my 2021 <laughs> self, I need to watch it. <laughs> he was so, I'm sorry. Some of his ad libs as that character are some of the yeah. funniest fucking things I've ever heard in my life. In my <laughs> life. When he starts, yeah. when he when he starts singing, when he starts quoting the Jeffersons, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, so good! It's chaos, 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 chaos. chaos, chaos. chaos, chaos. Uh, now I want to. Now I'm going to bring this movie into play because I think I'm going to. I'm not going to actually describe this movie to you. I'm going to sing the first song of this film, and I think that both of you will get it. Uh, okay, I think you will. Uh, I want you to imagine there's okay so we first see uh, the logo of the studio it looks a little uh, degraded uh, like it looks like an old timey thing and, and it's and it's like it's playing I'm going to tell you this and you're going to know exactly what this movie is it's playing but it's it's like we're in an old movie house like we can actually see the conductor conducting the orchestra down like down like in the bottom of the screen you know what movie this is. Come on, Alex. You know. I, I believe that I do. And, and then we we zoom in on the screen. We push past the studio logo. We push past an opening title card that gives us time and place. I'm not going to say what it is because then you'll know what it is. <laughs> but then we we see a, a, a young man in black and white in almost what looks like clown makeup. And he's singing, there was a boy. A very strange enchanted boy. They say he wandered very far, very far over land and sea. Sasha, come on, you know what this is. I don't know what this is. Sasha, what it is? There's a. I'll tell you right now. If you were to go, uh, so that show (laughs) we did called called Hamilton. If you were to go. A block down from the Rogers Theater, uh, and you were to go across Eighth Avenue. This just became a GPS game. At the at the <laughs> al, at at the theater that was formerly the home of Kinky Boots, Sasha. What, yeah. what show would be playing there? Nothing because it's a pandemic. Ha! She God beat damn. you. <laughs> Moulin Rouge. Right. Moulin Rouge. Moulin, Moulin Rouge. Moulin fucking Rouge. You Goddamn psychopath. <laughs> Sasha, Jesus Christ. It was 1899, the summer of love. I knew nothing of the Moulin Rouge, Harold Zidler, or Satine. The world had been swept up in a bohemian revolution, and I had traveled from London to be a part of it. I had come to live a penniless existence. I had come to write about truth, beauty, freedom, and that which I believed in above all things, love. Always this ridiculous obsession with 
love. I thought it was a trick question, Nick. It was not a trick question. It was just trying to be so real for you, Sasha. Mulan Rouge. You watched Contagion. You watched Contagion. I did not watch. Let me tell you what I'm not watching. Fucking Contagion. No. So it was. It was a choice. But it was going to be between. I knew that I wanted to. You watched Mulan Rouge. I watched. I've seen Mulan Rouge like twelve times. I fuck. I love Mulan Rouge. I watched because it was a choice, but I was it was I knew it was going to be a Baz Luhrmann, and I didn't know if it was going to be Romeo and Juliet or yeah. Moulin Rouge. But I decided on Moulin Rouge because Moulin Rouge to me just feels that much more batshit. Like it's it's <laughs> like like Romeo and Juliet's crazy, but Moulin Rouge is like yeah. I don't even, I don't even know what where we are. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't even know what's <laughs> happening. Nothing says chaos like John Leguizamo as a door falling through. Your <laughs> That's as chaotic as something yeah. can get. Chaos. Chaos. It, it was it was truly just one of those times when watching this movie back, I was just like, this is like you literally just like did whatever the fuck you wanted for the first 30 minutes of this film. Like you all are just <laughs> like you all are just insane. And and he's drinking absinthe. I I like you you almost have no sense of character or place or time until Nicole Kidman comes in. And then yeah. the movie slows down. And it's and even then it's not even like slow. It's just like and then they're like on top of an elephant singing Elton John and like it's right. just crazy. Duke, don't you toy with my emotions. You, you must know the effect you have on women. Let's make a love. You want to make love, don't you? Uh, but there was something I I wanted when I was thinking of like what movie I could choose. I wanted to do a chaos that was a joyful chaos. I was like, oh, but yeah. there's such yeah. there's such hope, and they're all bohemians and starving artists, and like, and it was that time. You know, this movie came out at the time in my life when I was like, oh man, oh to be a starving artist when like so, that's yeah, like right. a, a, a fucking romantic thing. It's not. It's terror. Don't kids, please don't be a starving artist. Please get <laughs> yeah like. Do whatever you got to do to put food on your table. All right. It's not cute. It's not fun. It's uh, not fun to be hungry. It's not fun to be hunger is not fun guys uh, at all. You know, so that was, that was kind of, but it was kind of this perfect encapsulation of like the romantic, the romantic of it. You know, I loved that. I, and I got to say guys, you know, I know we talk about uh, what's his name from Bridgerton. Uh, I'm a straight man. I'm a married man, but even McGregor in this film, y'all, I'm be- <laughs> this oh, is beautiful. He was, he is gore. He, I was like, okay. I, I went back after we just talked about Dr. Sleep on a previous episode. So yes, I we went and, and watched it because I had never watched all the way through. So I did. And uh, Ewan McGregor with a big, thick beard. He's, he's, you, yeah. There's a lot. Okay. There's a lot there. There's a lot to unpack with yeah. that. And, uh, and, I, and I have no problem with that. Uh, you know, it's great. Uh, so, I mean, I, I just, I love, I love that film. And I, and if you haven't, you know, if you haven't seen Moulin Rouge, I think definitely go check it out. It's just, it's, it's just everything that you'd want from a Baz Luhrmann film. It's just, color and craziness yeah i mean boss lerman he does it i i guess chaos is a good word for it but it's very emotionally driven and i think what this movie does really well is like because the main character from the get-go presents himself as like it doesn't matter what's going on in the world like what's happening around me the only thing that's important is love is right like like that's it like that is the lifeblood yeah. of existence is love. So it doesn't matter what else, you know, come what may. Like that's that's the whole kind of driving thing of the movie and it, and it stays to that so well. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. No, just simple, it. just yeah. simple. Simplicity, simplicity. And colorful. Now Sasha, you know, you you are you are a guest. Hello. You are, you, you you're here. Describe describe your film to us. Describe. Don't tell us what it is. You know, just describe how this film opens, and let okay. us try to guess. Let's see if we can guess this. I will describe. Um, yes. So I actually had my film playing um, silently in that. front of me this whole time. I love that. I love um, that. 
really excited about it. So this film opens um, at. I feel like it's going to give it away immediately. Are you playing uh, with a slinky right now? Yeah. No. Is there a slink- Do I sound like a slinky? He's got a slinky, or maybe bracelets. Ooh, Dude. no. Ooh, who's that? Chaos, 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 Sorry to interrupt. I thought I heard a slinky. I don't know. Anything I love that you assumed I was a slinky. Whatever it's it was. What it, for some reason, it's exactly what it sounded like. It, it did sound like a slinky. Very specific metallic, like dropping and settling, dropping and settling, dropping and settling sound. Like a slinky. Oh. Like a slinky. I don't well, know. Describe, describe right. the film. This film starts at a carnival. On a beach, and there is a a mother and father walking. Oh, good for you! (laughs) (laughs) We just. Oh, I love it! I love it! I love it! Walking with their daughter, who wanders off, yes, and down into the depths. Yes, yes, yes. Of of a not so fun house. Is this is this movie? Would you say that this movie is kind of a metaphor (laughs) for the country we live in, Sasha? I would say it's a metaphor would you say for the metaphor? whole goddamn universe. For the whole goddamn universe. Sasha, it's so funny because we actually, I chose this as my, and it's great. We love when there's a repeat because that, <laughs> that, means, that means we're all in the same place. I chose this as my 2020, as my, what was it? What was the name of that episode, Alex? Leaving 2021 uh, or leaving 2020 into 2021. I forget exactly what name, but yeah, it was like, yeah, yeah. It was like the cathartic leaving it behind movie. Oh, yeah. That's what this was for me. The, the movie, of course, is Us. God, help! Jesus! Okay, we lost power. Go back to bed. There's a family in our driveway. But there's not a family in our driveway. Huh. Who is that? It's Sasha, talk, s- talk to me so about it. So good. Talk well, to me about your... Well, you yeah. know, the thing about us, the thing about Jordan Peele, I, of course, when we were talking chaos, I was like, this is probably like where I'm going to sit is in a Jordan Peele situation. Just because um, I don't usually watch, like the like I said, I don't watch horror films. I don't really enjoy thrillers. But Jordan Peele gets me every time. I just really end up... Um, Sort of, I know that I have to see it and I have to witness it, and um, I I do. I I loved this movie. I felt chaos every moment of watching it, um, yes. because I'm always waiting for some the thing to drop. Uh, I I really am a terrible terrible wa- watcher of thriller films, but I, I think the reason that I I really do enjoy um, Jordan's uh, brand or version or genre take on this genre is because it does have such a, um, a, a an evident like underlying meaning and yes. there's something so so human about it and it's just so grounded and rooted in um, a familiar angst and it's not so covered up in gore that I can't look yes <laughs> Um, so I, I really actually, I enjoyed this movie a lot and, you know, we were doing two parters, so I'll go ahead and talk about the other film that sort Mm -hmm. of went hand in hand with this one for me, um, which opens with a family in a subterranean apartment or place of living looking for a Wi-Fi signal. Um, there are trying to see if, um, a WhatsApp message has come through because the pizza place is supposed to be letting them know if they have a job folding pizza boxes. Mm-hmm. Accurate. Do we know? Mm-hmm. Do we know uh, the parasite. movie yet? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, like, I love that these are both these like sub, like, just sort of um, parallel lives. These parallel yeah. family units one's like you know well to do and the other not but the dynamics between them are the same and when they are when they enter into each other's world like chaos actually ensues yeah i've I've never put that together the subterranean aspect of both of those movies because they came out around the same time right yeah and they have similar themes in them like i've never never put that together i sasha but see this is why you say that you're not good with thrillers that you you're not good watching thrillers (laughs) 
but this is honestly i think that i think you should try more thrillers because what is a i think that that is something that i always love about them is so often and we talked about this on our i think we talked about this on our horror episode alex that the 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 horror movie or the thriller movie at its core is about the uncovering of a truth that you have buried that is literally yeah. what it is mm. and that and and we we talked about how that is a that is a truly american story right mm. the yeah. burying the burying of trauma that rises up to grab you and yeah. and and so many movies deal with that um oh my god yeah you just said that i was just like carrie (laughs) i immediately saw the hand coming out of the ground (laughs) oh my god it's all over and especially like like candy man you mean like all these things about Mm. these buried i know what you did last summer shut up i'll kill you i'll kill you (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's so it's just so true man and i i I love that that's what you chose and i also we i I, we said this last episode but i I just want to see what you think about this sasha uh why wasn't lupita nominated and and just just talk talk to me about lupita's performance talk to me about lupita's performance in this film it's incredible yes yeah it's incredible it's just um you know i'm sitting there watching her act with herself and what what's like talk about what's buried i believe they figured out how to make a copy of the body but not the soul the soul remains one shared by two for generations Tethered continued without direction. They all went mad down here. And then there was us. It's one of those films that you do have to go back and watch another time because once you figure out, you uncover like the story at the end of who she really is, then you go back and look at all of these moments and just the con- the conflict of um, staring at her children that you know which one which ones are her children like it just there's looking at like what she is buried what she's left behind what's present it's just very um it's incredibly complex and she's just so specific and so acute with all of it and it's so guttural um I don't you know why wasn't she chosen I think what we're the way that we're used to evaluating women and their value and what it looks like and and how sexy it's supposed to be the the trauma of a black mother is not one of those things that yep. the academy is used to recognizing i would yep. say yep <laughs> insane is this the same year is this the year olivia coleman won was Best it actress? For, for the favorite 20, for the favorite? let's see this is a 2019 yeah. movie because i do um, i do I'm love olivia the coleman 2019 oscars but would it be the 20 no let me see would it be the 2020 she, oscars if she, I mean, look, her, her performance in The Favorite was lovely. No, because she it was great. Favorite. But Melissa McCarthy also got nominated. <laughs> Where, <laughs> like, can you ever forgive me? Was can was fine. It was me, good, yeah. but like, yeah. it just showed that Melissa McCarthy has more range than Melissa McCarthy. Like, that was about the extent of the character. Like, it wasn't especially. Yeah, yeah. So, twenty twenty, I think, is the twenty twenty is the year that it would have been nominated. She yeah they didn't she, and there was so, I don't even know who won in that it's category. insane to me best actress Renee Zellweger for Judy wow I mean look she was great she was great but I'm just like you I mean all yeah all the actresses uh, Harriet Bombshell Little Women Marriage Story sure uh, all very very good performances and like but, you know Marriage Story had it's you can tell wait. like a movie that these actresses have sat like Cynthia that, that was nominated been, for Harriet. But Lupita wasn't nominated for the for us. I need you to stop. I'm sorry. Right Did I say there. that out loud? I I, is there a slink? Is someone playing with a slinky? I don't know. <laughs> is there? A I'm sorry. I interrupted you though. I just no, <laughs> that no, caught me. No. That got me off guard. No, 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 no. I was. T- we can go back to what you were saying. I'm just gonna <laughs> sit over here with my slinky. Chaos, 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 The jackal, the jackal. <laughs> oh my god, I am go- I'm so sorry. I totally interrupted you. I just really was like, wait a minute. <laughs> no, no, no. You're not, there's nothing wrong with what you did or what you said. Uh, oh my god. We just, we, you know, let's just be real. <laughs> let's just be real for a minute. I mean, I, and yeah. There's room for everyone. That's, I think, the point. There is room for everyone. And the fact that Lupita was not nominated 
is kind of gross. It's crazy. Is it? Had, I'm looking gross. through 2019 and 2020, and I'm not seeing anything for us. Yeah, it's that. Which that's seems what I'm saying. A little, which is insane, especially because Get Out put him put him in a position. It wasn't like Get Out was like, yeah. oh, brilliant horror movie, but we're not going to nominate right. horror movies. Get Out broke that mold. So there, if you want to like nominate this fucker, you mean like, yeah, and like I get horror not normally, but like Joker got nominated. Like they're the comic book oh, movie God. broke into the Oscars in twenty twenty. Like like it's not, it's not out yeah. of the realm. I don't know, yeah. man. That was dumb. I don't know, man. So that was dumb. But, also, but again, what's going on with the Oscars this year? Is it what's happening? going on with the Tonys this year? What's going on with anything this year? <laughs> the Tonys is what's a up with hot topic. Hot topic. Hot topic. I'm but, sorry. But, I'm still on the nominations. This, okay. Wow. <laughs> get into it. I had get to into get into it. I had to get to a picture. <laughs> bombshell? Charlize was bombshell. for Bombshell? I mean, like, I loved Bombshell. I thought it was great, but I it just, like, this... Us is exquisite. Yes. It is yeah. an exquisite film. Um, and, and that performance specifically. Her it performance is, specifically, 100%. Like, film aside, the performance. Yeah, um, I would say, yeah, out of the movie, her performance and the film, like the filmography and it just the screenplay itself, it's just everything else you know sort of revolves around that yes yeah and and like and like it, it the the entire film as a film like it truly it is a brilliant concept it is brilliantly done it would not have worked without that central performance so if you're going to tell right. me that you have a film that that that's that brilliant and and is hinged on lupita and you don't nominate lupita then right what what the fuck are we doing do you know what oh, mean? Like, you guys didn't see this, doing? though. Us was nominated for one Art Director's Guild Award and three MTV Movie Awards. So, <laughs> I need you to leave. Okay. All right. I, I gotta, leave. I gotta <laughs> go. <laughs> There's a slinky with my name I on it again, over that. here. Sasha, when we do the next Chaos Twins, I need you to know that I am going to buy you a slinky. <laughs> send me a <laughs> slinky. I'm going to send you a slinky for the next episode, and nobody will understand until they watch Little Justice. I'm, and that's I can't wait to play this back. You guys can hear what I'm hearing. I, no, I hear it. I actually do hear, <laughs> hear it. I Is hear, it still happening? It's it's oh, yeah. your audio side. <laughs> oh my I god! I couldn't not say any. It was a, it's a slinky. I'm going to get a sound of a slinky and play it next to it. Well, yeah. I wish uh, I could hear we'll, the we'll slinky. It Maybe it's my earring. I think it might be. Them, yeah, who knows? Take possible. off this earring. <laughs> my matter. earring, for the record, my earring is not a slinky. Your earring's not a slinky. No. That is good Wait, to know. Slinky earrings would be kind of cool, though. Slinky earrings would be really cool, though. Well, Sasha, you know what else is cool? The fact that you were here. We are so thankful that you came through and did this and and talked to us and and you know, were your wonderful self. Is there anything, you know, anything you want to tell the people? Anything you want to say? You want to plug? You know, just 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 or just be you. You're Sasha. Just Sasha. Yeah, honestly, I'm. Um, slinkies are cool, and I'm still reeling from this list of nom- 2020 nominees. So I'm. I'm done. I'm out. You're, you're um, back to TV. <laughs> yeah, like I am so upset right now, <laughs> like, and I need to. Go, <laughs> I need to go deal with it. Like I need yeah. to go deal with. It's like I think yeah. I have to go watch judy now which i'm upset about like stop. Really stop. Stop. i think i have to stop i mean i saw a marriage story and like it was great but it was just like white people yelling at each other like stop. the whole time i'm just it's like i get it you guys are upset the chaos getting a divorce <laughs> but, so i don't know that's where i'm at honestly and i just you know this is this is america this is us nbc this is I'm. This is gonna go down as it's probably the greatest episodes we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say that this is this is this is the episode that gets us that gets us the recognition. <laughs> uh, guys, take care of yourselves. If you're a, if you're a white couple fighting through your divorce, good luck. And uh, <laughs> I mean, watch a marriage story. Let me know how close is it real? Is that what it's like? I'll never know. We'll never know. We'll never know. We'll never know. Uh, but we'll take care of yourselves chaos. out there. Chaos, 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 chaos,
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.